Hello, villager. You're listening to Brewster's Roost, an Animal Crossing podcast. It's time to grab your favorite blend of coffee, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, Villager. Thank you for choosing Brewster's Roost, an Animal Crossing podcast. This is podcast number 17 for the end of March 2020. This is also my first episode I'm putting out since the release of Animal Crossing New Horizons. So with that said, I'm going to talk a little about my game day release experience, as well as my retail experience I've had with the game. I've been staying as far away from spoilers as I can online, so I'm in the dark on most stuff on this game, and I think that's the way I want to keep it. I'll talk about how I thought the game was going to be versus what it actually turned out to be for my first week. But with all that said, we could get into it a little bit here. So I had pre-ordered the console through Target, as well as the game through Target because I wanted that journal. But unfortunately, it was evident with all this Corona stuff going on that the orders were going to be delayed. The Animal Crossing console actually came probably about four or five days later than it originally was expected, which wasn't bad. I, you know, it came in the mail in enough time that I'm able to swat, you know, switch everything over from my old console to the new one. So I had all of that set up. But then looking at my order through Target, the physical copy wasn't going to come until... I think the 26, so that was way off, and there was no way I was going to wait a whole week. So I ended up going digital and just keeping the physical one when it came in also, because I do have an old Nintendo Switch, so I wanted the physical copy for that one anyway. So I went through and went digital and got to play it on midnight the day that it came out. I, I always wanted it uh, digitally anyway, though, because I had it on the 3DS. I have the Animal Crossing 3DS, so that's a digital copy on there. So it is definitely a game you always want to make sure you have with you and, you know, then you don't have to worry about swapping out cartridges. When all is said and done, I am glad that I got the digital copy on my Animal Crossing console. But back to the issue with Target. As much as I'd like to think that it was all based on this COVID-19 business, I've had a lot of issues with Target pre-orders in the past, and it's not the first time that this has happened. I mean, it doesn't help, but I definitely just have issues with them in the past, so I don't think that that had too much play here. I just think that they are very bad at doing pre-orders. If anyone else has had any experiences with Target, and maybe I'm just wrong, maybe it's just me, you could go ahead and send me an email and talk about it if you want, roostersroost at gmail.com. Oh, and before I forget, one thing I want to mention about the structure of the show moving forward, we're going to do on the episodes, we're going to talk about some of the things that you're going to be able to do during that month, um, as far as fish or bugs, insects, stuff like that goes. I'll also be covering the seasonal events that are going on as well. But that's pretty much it on the structure of the show going forward. But I'm going to get back to my release day experience. So like I said, I started playing it at midnight, um, 12 a.m. on March 20th. So I fire the game up, I go through all the intro, and then I land, I see that I have pears as my fruit, unfortunately. Then the two villagers that I got to move in with me, one of them I actually like a lot. It's a cat. His name is Rudy. He's a cute little fuzzy kitten with a red nose. I'm assuming it's a red nose because of Rudolph. But then I also got a purple frog who well, weird enough, lived in my 3DS town, but her name's Diva, and I never liked her. So unfortunately, I'm stuck with Diva. Now that the game has progressed a bit, I do have other people living there as well, but we'll get into that in a little bit. So I named my island Hollow Cove, and my character's name is Dapper. I always knew I was going to go with Dapper as the name, but the, the island name I couldn't come up with, but Hollow Cove is what I settled on. It was a toss-up, actually. I was going to go either Hollow Cove or my other choice was going to be Humbug, but Hollow Cove won. I always like to mix, like, a holiday theme in, in the name... That's another thing I like to do. Um, like I mentioned in the past, I always decorate my house for the holidays. So a holiday themed island name is definitely the way I wanted to go. So then after you get settled in and 
um, Nook lets you go walk around a little bit. I was surprised to find that you couldn't access everywhere right away. That you were basically landlocked to just the beginning part, which is a small area. And that's where you were supposed to put your house and your two neighbors. Now, Diva, I put as far away from me as possible. And Rudy, I put him in the other lower corner, but, you know, not as far away from me. But like I said, the, the, the game is a slow burn, which I don't mind. I enjoy the slow burn aspect of it. You know, it's not everything flying out at you all at once. But it is definitely a little bit of a slower burn than what I thought it was going to be. But that's not a bad thing. The crafting aspect is really cool. Um, I've learned how to craft quite a few things. I forgot about just the level of detail, like each island has their own flower. So if I wanted to make a wreath, I could only make the wreath from my flower that's on my island. So all the islands that I've been visiting so far, I've had those people make me wreaths, and then I've given them one from my town. So all within the first day, I donated some bugs. I got that museum tent set up. Um, the next day, then when Blathers came in, I gave him the amount that he needed to start building the actual museum. Got my 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 stick so I could cross the water. I got Nook's Cranny built so far. I started building a park in the area. I got a campsite built now. And then I have a few other villagers move in as well. So the way I got them is I took a Nook Miles ticket and just visited other islands. And then when there were characters on there, I just talked to them and told them to move over. So all in all right now, living in Hollow Cove, we have me, Rudy, and Diva. And then my new recruits, I have Clyde. He's the yellow horse. I also have Dottie, which is that black and white bunny. And I know I've had Dottie living in one of my towns before, but I can't remember which one. And then finally, right now, I have Goldie, which is that golden retriever dog. So it's a pretty nice, diverse group right now. And I'm trying to debate if I should really pull Barreled in. I definitely want to. I have his amiibo card, but not sure if I'm going to do that quite yet. Now, my impression of the Nintendo Online app for the game so far has been pretty good. It's definitely a bonus when you're trying to chat with somebody to go in there and just be able to type. Although you can't really type too much. It just limits you pretty quick. But it's a lot easier than typing in the game. So it's definitely worth it. I've been doing some online live streaming through Instagram and then on Twitch a couple of times too. So if anyone was able to catch me on there, I hope you did. I, I put out a few videos on there. But one of the videos I put out on a live on Instagram was that if you're a Nintendo Switch online subscriber, you are able to order uh, a Nook Inc. silk rug for your house. All you have to do is just leave the game, go to the eShop, and then go down to Nintendo Switch Online, and then through there you'll see the order form for the silk rug. Now the thing is, when you order it, you have to go into the game and go use Nook Miles to also get it, so you do have to pay twice for it. Well, I shouldn't say pay twice. It is free for Nintendo Switch Online, but then you do have to use Nook Miles to get it. My overall experience for the game so far has been great. I've been loving it. The music is subtle. I'm assuming at some point later it opens up and then get, you get your hourly music back, but for now it's just very quiet, quaint music in the background, and it's definitely a, a change of pace, and I do enjoy it for now. Now I want to take a second out of the show here and just go over and say thank you for our newest podcast review. This review comes in from someone named Earthy Cheese. They gave a five-star rating, and then they just told me what their favorite character is. They said that their favorite character is Kix, and they said that they're going to be playing this game in handheld more. I have to admit, I've basically only been playing this game so far on the TV, haven't really given it too much in handheld. Once I get back to work, I'll definitely be doing that a lot more. So thank you for the newest review. And if you do listen on any any play, any player where you listen to podcasts, go ahead and leave a rating and a review. I appreciate it. Thank you. Now a little on to my thoughts on special characters in the game. So the first day came around, and the first Sunday available, little Daisy May was walking around. So naturally I went over and I bought some turnips from her. My thoughts on Daisy May? I like her. She's cute. Love the nose drip. Supposedly you could get a nose drip in the game, so I'm looking forward to getting that. Now, like I said, I've been keeping myself spoiler-free, so I have no idea what characters are in the game and who isn't. So I'm afraid I'm going to be disappointed 
there seems to be a lot of characters left out, but I'm leaving it up to special events or certain times to come around, and then maybe these characters will show up. But for now, like I said, I've been keeping spoiler-free, so if you're looking for that type of information here, sorry, I cannot help you with that. I have encountered a couple different characters. Harvey was over there, so I went to his island. So you have to tell him you want to go to Harv's Island. Then you could go set up photos. Obviously, Blathers is in the museum. I did see an island that I went to. Uh, Celeste was walking around, but I didn't get a chance to interact with her. Now, today, when I was walking around my town, I did notice Flick walking around. So I went up and talked to him. And he's a cool little punk rocker lizard. And the cool thing is, I didn't. I, one thing that I actually didn't expect from him, when I was talking to him, he said, I'll buy bugs from you, any bug. He's very desperate for bugs. But then he also said, I could also commission artwork if you give me three of one type of bug. So I went out and caught three different butterflies and gave them to him so I commissioned some artwork so I'm excited to see what that's going to be. Like I said in the past I did order the guidebook but it hasn't come out yet. I believe it comes out on April 9th so it's definitely going to be a while before I get that and then maybe I'll know a little bit more about all the special characters in the game but until then I'm really not looking anything up. Also a huge announcement yesterday Isabel moved into my town as well so that was a cool experience when I turned on the game and she was there. Now one of the funny things I noticed when I went into the in, into the area where they are her and Tom Nook are doing some really weird random stuff when you're when you know when no one's interacting with them it's pretty funny but then again all the characters do that just watching the characters interact with things in nature sitting there doing yoga poses outside all the all the randomness stuff in this game is definitely cute and I do enjoy it yesterday Dottie was just all of a sudden walking and then she just like threw her arms back to the sides and just started running it was like it was the funniest thing i ever saw i loved it i'm also at the point in the game where i could start terraforming and moving buildings but that does come at a cost so i have not paid off my whole house yet so i'm not going to do any of that stuff until i get all my rooms paid off like i said it's a slow burn i'm taking my time with it i don't want to get too much stuff done right away but um sure there's people out there that have already time traveled and done all that stuff and really kind of broken the game but if that's how you like to play i'm not gonna i'm not gonna fault you for that it's just not the way i choose to play okay so a little about my initial experience with the game has the game played out the way i thought it was going to and the answer to that simply is no and what i mean by that is I have a kid and he pretty much jumped right in and started doing a lot of the beginning stuff for me. I sat there and watched him, but I didn't I didn't think it was going to go like that. I thought I was going to get in there, you know, take care of everything at a slow burn, but when I saw him get in there and started doing the stuff, I let him take control over the beginning for a while. He was having fun doing it, so I didn't mind sitting back and watching. But really, the whole time I was a little nervous. I wanted to take control and get in there and play myself. But with that said, I do not plan on having anyone else move into my island with me. I just plan on playing it solo, basically. But for the meantime, while everyone's kind of stuck at home, I'm letting him have his fun with it as well. And now I could also just finish up my experience with my Target retail end of it. So the 26 came and went, and the game, physical game with the journal did come in the mail. So the journal is basically everything I thought it was going to. It's actually a really nice looking journal. Um, the calendar is a little lackluster. I was expecting to see a lot more villager birthdays in there. I guess just because in the past I remember seeing basically a villager name on every day. This one's pretty sparse, so kind of makes me nervous about the amount of characters in the game, but I know that there is over 390 of them, so I definitely don't think that's the issue. But with all that said, I'm enjoying the game a lot. I really hope you guys are too. The episodes, like I said, moving forward are going to be a little more based on the stuff that's happening currently at that time and stuff that you could look forward to doing. 
once I get the guidebook in, that's going to make that stuff a little bit easier. So until then, I'm just going to be talking about my town happenings and stuff that's happening to me in the game. You would think with everyone being stuck in their house and quarantined, it would be a lot easier to get episodes out. But it is actually kind of hard at this time because there is a lot of stuff that we still have to do because life still does have to go on. But we're doing our best here and I'm hoping that I'm going to be able to get those episodes out. So I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. This is episode number 17. Like I said, we're going to be coming back and... I'm going to be back out here with more information for you. So thanks you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. All right. Well, that's going to about wrap it up for this quick episode of Brewster's Roost, an Animal Crossing podcast. This has been episode number 17 for the end of March 2020. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. I really hope you guys are enjoying the game. If there's anything at all you want to get in touch with me about, go ahead and send me an email, Roost at gmail.com. And you can also follow me on my Instagram and Twitter, both at Brewster's Roost. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Now, don't let that coffee cool too much. Thank you for listening to Brewster's Roost, an Animal Crossing podcast. Make sure that you are subscribed on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. And while you're there, please make sure that you rate and review the show. You can follow the show notes or see anything that I talked about on this episode by going to brewstersroost.blogspot.com. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter, both at Brewster's Roost. And you can also email me with any comments, questions, or suggestions at brewstersroost at gmail.com. And finally, if you want to turn the tables and buy me a cup of coffee, you can do so over at ko-fi.com slash Brewster, where you can make a $3 donation to help support the show. Again, thank you so much for listening. Now don't let that cup of coffee cool too much. See you next time.